Hello and welcome to the Dreamviews Live podcast. This is episode number four. Today I'm talking with Eddie and Sebastian Vasquez of the San Diego group Samani. I sat down with the guys before their performance at the Bancroft Bar in San Diego. Before we get started, here is my favorite song from their latest album, Locomotive. to anything did we yeah it's kind of weird we usually it was like a silent yeah we're just um meditation yeah usually we have some tunes crimp cranking up you know maybe we're like 80s fast jams and stuff just to kind of pump us up but this time around i think uh, I, I think we were writing silent the whole way yeah so it's a quick drive so <laughs> yeah sorry yeah <laughs> sorry but, uh well we just played with our uh good friends in space vacation um like a month ago uh so we've been listening to a lot of them they're really good. Uh, they're from San Francisco, and we played with them, and uh, we did a little mini tour with them. Uh, San Diego, L.A., and Orange County. Uh-huh. Anaheim, yeah. So, uh, yeah, shout out to those guys. Very cool. So, um, how many hours a week How many hours a week do you guys uh, spend telling people how to pronounce their band name? Uh, about 23-7. <laughs> about all day, every day, we're always talking about it. <laughs> it happens at least once a show. At least yeah. once. At least once a show, yeah. It's like newer fans, or, or even actually, the people that ask us most are the other bands. You know, so that when they want to give a shout out, they always want to say it properly. But. Oh, like in a performance, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah a lot of people botch it. That's always really funny for us. Um, we've gotten like Zamini. And I think one time we were called Tasmania. Tasmania. Give it up for Tasmania. <laughs> yeah. And then a lot of people just won't even try. They'll just quit. They'll be like, give it up for it. How do you pronounce it? Those guys. And then, you know, the, on with the show. Yeah. So that's always fun. Well, it could kind of work the other way, too, though. It gives you different, more publicity because there was like, there's that name I can't pronounce. Yeah. It's, it's a good conversation piece for, for exactly. fans. Exactly. Definitely. All that stuff. So as a, as a two-piece band, um, two-member band, what made you decide to go with two people, two it, members? It was mostly out of Financial. necessity. Yeah, just, I mean, the costs of being on the road and 
money that you make on the road, you know, it's just it's kind of hard to take in what you take, what we've taken in over the past year and a half, or a year, year and some change. Um, you know, like if we were five people, it would have definitely not been sustainable. You know, if we were even maybe three people, it wouldn't have been sustainable. But it's um, we had a, we had a basis once, and, and that was cool. And you toured with us last year on the River Drive tour. Uh, but right now it's like if, if, thank you but if you um, if, if you can get by without having members of your group to play your songs then you know by all means you know it's like you more like a financial necessity sure well that makes sense if you can do it musically and we're so that you don't suffer and everything then you know might as well yeah I mean we certainly considered putting together a band but um, with the timeline that we had we I guess we, we tried some people out didn't really work out and then we were like well what if we just play as the two-piece? You know, we just, you know, I, I record all the bass tracks, and then we just play along to our own recording, and we'll just give that a shot, and it ended up working pretty well for us. So, you know, we figure, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So, and it also, you know, helps us stand out too, among other bands. We certainly we have purists that, you know, tell us, so when you guys get a bass player, you know, you guys need a bass player, all that, yeah, all that good stuff. Um, but you know. It's been working for us so far, so you know we're gonna keep keep doing what we're doing as a two piece for uh, as long foreseeable as, future. Yeah. Yeah. As long as it makes sense, you know. Sure. Very good. So I know earlier this year you guys uh, did a little bit of a Texas tour, my home right. our home state. So um, how did you like that? How did you like the? I know the West Texas is rough as far as the roads, nothing out there. But. Yeah, well, we love we we fell in love with West Texas. We we figured it out. You know, there's um, a lot of great towns like. Odessa and San Angelo that have been kind Small to us. Towns, um, yeah. They were yeah. great shows. Yeah. You would never uh, think, right? Like San Angelo, Texas, the Odessa, Texas, but those were actually our strongest shows on, on that tour, you know, financially. Crowd-wise, they were great, you know. We were in a underground metal band and rolling into Odessa and there was like 60 people there throughout the night. And, um, so yeah, like the, the Texas run was like probably the the one that lifted our spirits the most. Yeah. Um, so we love Texas. We played El Paso, Odessa, San Angelo, uh, Austin, uh, the Triangle, and we, we went out as far as Spring, Texas. So not Houston proper, but uh, yeah, I'm from the Humble area, which is right down the road from Spring. So. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, it's always a good time, and, and it's become a, uh, becoming a familiar place for us. So it's always nice. Oh, we're in Texas now, you know. Yeah, yeah. Let's go get some. Bucky's. Well, you've yeah, officially Bucky's been to the best. Barbecue. You've officially been to the best uh, gas station in the world, Bucky's. Yeah, you, yeah. You have to stop no matter where you're at. Exactly. <laughs> I have. A, I actually have a Bucky. Follow me to Bucky's bumper sticker. Did you get one? Yeah. 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 It's like I had to. Yeah. You know, that, that place is bigger, busier than Walmart. <laughs> yeah, I love that place. Yeah. Um, so if you guys could uh, get a music lesson from anybody in history, who would it be? A music lesson. Mm. That's a good one. For drums, I'd probably say... Ver uh, actually, probably Blake Richardson of Between the Buried and Me. Uh, I really like him a lot because he's not known for being like a really, really fast drummer. But he's... Um, you can like do some crazy licks here and there and play in odd times and, uh, and yeah even 30 minutes just to pick his brain apart a little bit I'd be stoked I'd pick Van Halen Eddie Van Halen the man himself mm -hmm. yeah that'd be fun to sit down and, and pick his brain and, and ask him too many questions it'd be a lot of fun if not definitely uh, Randy Rhodes I know he actually taught 
uh, I had an AP Lit teacher that told me that he actually took a lesson from uh, Randy Rhodes back in the day before Ozzy and all that stuff. He used to teach classical guitar, so that'd be cool too. Awesome, very good. Yeah. So, is there a uh, is there an instrument that you don't play now that you would like to learn? I would, for me, I'd say guitar. I'd say drums. <laughs> yeah, I could bang out some ACDC tunes, but you know, I'm, I'm not a real drummer. You guys could secretly work on it and then go go on stage and switch one night, and everybody's like, "Wait a minute." Oh, I, we, we've talked about that. It'd be a lot of fun. Like you know, one song, yeah, yeah, some, just swap. Maybe someday that'd be fun to do. But you still do vocals and you know, drums. Yeah, yeah. My, uh, well, I guess when my skill set develops. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's funny if you ever see us in the car together and we're listening to music I'm actually the one playing air drums and he's the one playing air guitar yeah. so, so that's what it's <laughs> very good so I noticed um, earlier uh, this year when I saw you guys were selling cassette tapes we are um, so what made you guys decide to use that and how popular was it or? Uh, the tape thing was my idea just cause I started getting into it myself you know like I, I used to collect stuff like my whole life and I've gone in and out of things and now space has become an issue so uh, collecting tapes doesn't take up much space so I thought it'd be cool to have like a cassette tape you know done for our music and I hand dubbed all of our demo tapes I sat there and I dubbed every single one through a cassette deck probably won't do that again but um, we're trying to maybe access a new, newer markets or newer types of fans and, and cassettes was the thing is one way. I mean, if you could have your music on all formats, I think it's worth having. You know, some people collect tapes now. Vinyl's always a seller, so we just, I got into it now, so, I mean, band, and bands that sound like us too, like have that kind of style of music. Or that same, similar style of music will use cassettes. Yeah, the underground, they love their cassette tapes and they're still, you know, cassette trading circles that, that do all that stuff. Um, and it's just, it's really cool. It's a conversation piece. Like, every time somebody rolls by, you know, they get a good kick out of it. Like, oh, you guys got tapes? Like, yeah, yeah, man. It's like, oh, I got an old pickup truck, and, and I've only got a tape player, so, right, you know, exactly. I'll take one. So Yeah, we've actually sold some tapes like that, you know. Popularity-wise, I'd say hit or miss. Sometimes we don't hit, sell anything for, sell any for a few string of shows, but sometimes we'll sell a few at a show, so... I don't know, I guess we're still feeling it out, you know? Yeah. That's okay. It seems to be picking up track, and I think a lot of people are doing the same thing. So. Yeah. As much as uh, albums are coming back of vinyls, yeah, they're exactly. getting really popular again, you know? Yeah. Might as well. <laughs> yeah. The packaging's real, as well. Yeah, the packaging's real fun, too. You know, it's just like a little thing, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and the shell colors and all that fun stuff. Right, right. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, um, you know, my, main, my big thing is uh, photography for concerts. Um, is there a favorite type of photo that you guys like taking of yourselves? I know drummers are kind of um, always worried because I always end up getting a silly face or because you want to get an action shot as much as possible, but sometimes a silly face is the only action shot we can get. Yeah. <laughs> I think my favorite is uh, the one of us two. Not a lot of photographers will, will get us both in the shot. Um, and and you, we end up needing those photos more anyways because... You know, if we're, if we're trying to promote something, it can't just be my face or it can't just be his face. So um, those for me are always really cool, and it kind of highlights the, you know, you know, the fact that it's two of us on stage. Mm -hmm. So I like those. Um, yeah, you would think if you're going to get a picture of the whole band, if you guys can't do it with two, then yeah, <laughs> it's hard yeah, to do exactly. with like you know a four up front and one drummer. Yeah, two, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I think for me it'd probably be like 
like if there's some fans that are like being passionate about the music, if you could capture that, that's always great, mm-hmm. you know. Oh yeah, the interaction we only with the crowd We only shots. had maybe like one or two of those shots ever out of all the photos we've done. But uh, so they are rare. I mean, you gotta have a good crowd to begin with, and you know, the right angles. To, so I like those types of shots. Um, so where do you guys um, see yourself or want to be in five years? Five years. Hopefully at least touring House of Blues, you know, club level, their giant venues and that sort of thing. For me, that's always been a goal. I love heading down to, to, to downtown and, you know, taking the stairs down to the, the House of Blues San Diego. And, and just, you know, you just walk and it's that huge stage and the crowd and the energy is good. Um, so I'd love to be playing shows at that level you know touring professionally you know every year for a good chunk of time easily yeah five years hopefully we'll have two albums out um toured the world on some of them on both of them i mean touring internationally um i mean we've, we've been at it for a little over a year now and um, we've we've already traveled north america once and um dipped our toes into canada we played vancouver yeah, that so, was a great show. Yeah. So uh, we're still just optimistic on getting. I guess if we could be touring with good amount of packages, decent packages in five years, um, maybe getting big enough to get guarantees at every show would be nice. Um, so yeah, so if we're getting guarantees every night in five years, <laughs> I, I think I'll be stoked. That's so like our goal. So I know tonight is uh, you mentioned show number fifty. That is yeah. correct. So is there a certain show that stands out the most out of? All 50? Yeah. Um, well, definitely our, our first show. That was... We got know, all our friends and family out on that one. That was, that was, yeah, we always got to say that one. That was yeah. a great show. I'll never forget being backstage for that show, and we're just kind of, you know, it's kind of an oh shit moment. We're sitting there and like, we're really about to do this. This is our first time ever performing as a two-piece. And I played it you know, Nowhere to run, nowhere to hide. That was a surreal experience, and it was a great show. Um, that was at the Brick. Uh, that stands out. Avatar was a great show for us. Avatar the Brick. Yeah. The Brick. Um, Baltimore, Maryland. They are phenomenal out there. They loved us and we love them. We can't wait to get back out there. That's a great show. Uh, mentioned Vancouver. That was an amazing show. That was an album release party for um, Gatekeeper up in Vancouver. And I think also. Um, my favorite was is. Well, becoming my favorite is Odessa. But um, I'd, I'd want to say Colorado too. Colorado, Denver, Colorado. Um, we had amazing turnout. The fans like just, they loved us. We actually made the most money ever as a band at that show. Yeah. And we were playing with uh, Scarlet Canary. We played, yeah, we played. We were, we we're playing with again tonight. Nice. And as a matter of fact, they were actually at our debut show as well. Nice. So we've got a good history playing oh, wow. with these guys. Yeah, yeah. So we'll they were at our first show. As well, right? yeah. yeah, they were at our first show, and then now they're at our fiftieth. So yeah. So yeah, a lot of really good shows. That's probably good though, because you know you heard the how Southern California, LA scene is really big for metal and stuff. So once you get to the other part of the other side of the country, you know a lot of those guys are really looking forward to hearing bands yeah. from here. So. Yeah, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, awesome was great too. Uh, Dirty Dog Bar. It was cool. There was like crowds of people walking by, and they just kind of like peek their head in, and then they you'd see them coming all the way in from the back and walking up, and all of a sudden they're in the crowd and having a great time. So that's always cool. We well, get the live do capital, that well. right? So yeah. That's good. I'm glad they represented Texas did good. Um, so last thing. So if you guys could play a superhero in a movie, who would it be? 
superhero. Like, pick any superhero? Is taller than you? Um, man, that's a good one. Probably, like, no, not, I wouldn't pick a superpower that's super overwhelming, you know, that requires a lot of uh, responsibility. So maybe something like uh, Spider-Man would be cool. I think I would yeah. be Ant-Man. That seems like fun to be able to just, you know, be huge and all of a sudden you're tiny and invisible. be a lot of fun. <laughs> Very good. Well, I guess everybody can get a hold of you guys on social media. What's the... Uh, That's right. Any preferred method? Uh, we got a website, samani.com, spelled T-Z-I-M-A-N-I.com. And uh, you can find us all there. All of our tour dates, uh, tour shows are on their calendar, um, up to date. We got photos, links to, to check out our merch store and download our music. Um, and also Facebook and Instagram we're active on. So that's Samani Band or Samani Official? Samani underscore official for Instagram. Facebook.com slash Samani Band. Forward slash Samani Official. You couldn't get just Samani? Someone already had right Yeah, yeah already somebody had, had it. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then I think that we have to have like a certain amount of likes or something to like request a certain URL. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Well, very good. Well, enjoy the show. I can't wait to see it again. And um, Thanks. I'll see you guys next time. Awesome. Thanks. Thank you very Appreciate much. Appreciate it. was the song Final Hour from their self-titled EP, Zamani. Check out the band's website for the latest news and upcoming shows. Thank you for joining me for this episode, guys. Uh, Be sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any episodes. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time. Cheers. Cheers.